You were riding down the Harland Highway. You're on the Harland Highway. Harland Williams. You're on the Harland Highway. Hey everybody, it's Harland Williams. How are you today? And welcome to the Harland Highway podcast. Before we get started, you know how this works. Uh, you don't stick around unless I offer up a little bit of meat. And uh, so to get the thing going and to keep you locked in, here we go. Let's get a little little cleavage going. Just peel her back just a touch. And if things are going well, maybe you get another button. Maybe you get another button. Um, before we get started... Uh, I want to make an announcement. Uh, um, I'm playing a theater in Boulder, Colorado, the Boulder Theater, on May 13th. That's right, Friday the 13th. So if you think Friday the 13th is unlucky, (laughs) and you live in Boulder, uh, Friday the 13th just became your lucky day. So uh, if you're in uh, Colorado or you're traveling to Colorado or you want to go just for this show, I'm playing at the Boulder Theater. Look at this theater, 800 seats, stunning theater, and uh, we're going to have a blast. going to do a beautiful stand-up comedy show, and uh, please, please, please come out to the show. Also doing uh, some uh, cl- clubs and dates in uh, Cedar Rapids. Uh, a town just outside of Cedar Rapids, Michigan, called uh, Holland, and uh, doing a theater there, and also a beautiful comedy club. Uh, go to harlandwilliams.com to uh, check out all my stand-up comedy tour dates. Have some coming up in Texas at some incredible Texas comedy festivals. Um, it's going to be a blast. But uh, enough said about that. Let's get to my co-host for today, and uh, he's sitting down at the end of the Harland Highway bar or table or whatever you want to call it. Please say hello to Lil Coco, L-I-L apostrophe C-O-C-O, Lil Coco, and uh, he's going to be my sidekick today. How are you, uh, Lil Coco? Fuck off! Okay, uh... Good start, uh, you little freak. Fuck off! Well, before I... Let's just get into this thing, because I, 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 um, I have a little thing that I'm pissed off about. I got something... You've already got me a little pissed off, little Coco. And when I say a little pissed off, I mean L-I-L apostrophe... Um, but let's throw to the, uh, the I'm pissed off thing. And I got something I got to rant about right out of the gate. These fucking assholes, this fuck, these fucking assholes, the fuck is their problem, man? Okay, so here we are. Let, let me hold these up because this, this is the gist of the whole thing. Do you see these things? These stupid thing, peepers, glasses, whatever you want to call them. A nightmare. I've entered into the world where every now and then I have to put these underwater fish hunting apparatuses on my face. 
you know, first of all, it's hard to get them on. How many times have you glasses wearers, you know, poked your freaking corneas out? You know? Um, so I got to wear these now. And uh, don't ask me if I'm short-sighted or near-sighted or far-sighted or foreskin-sighted. I don't know the terms. I don't know what they mean. And by the way, it's degrading enough that you start to lose your eyesight or your eyesight becomes out of focus and blurry. But then to, to throw a little, uh, a little more uh, insult to injury onto the, uh, onto the flames, these genius optometrists or eye doctors or whatever you want to call them have decided to do the old switcheroonie, Right? So they go, uh, well, uh, it looks like you're nearsighted. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't see things up close, right? But guess what? They switched it around. Nearsighted means you can't see stuff far away. And if you're farsighted, it means you can't see stuff up close. So what's with the big Nancy Drew mystery with my eyes, you freaks? Have you got any eye issues, uh, little Coco? Why don't you fuck off? Anyways, I'm not happy about wearing these. And one of the other things about uh, these things, uh, outside of the mystery of which way is far and which is close, maybe maybe if I just flip them on backwards like this, oh, now I'm nearsighted. Oh, oh now I'm farsighted. Oh, now I'm... But... um. One of the things that happens consistently with these annoying things is you lose them. You misplace them. You, you can't find them half the time. So you end, up, you end up having to walk around without them, living in the fog, walking around out of focus. And imagine if you drive a focus and you lose your glasses. Suddenly you're driving an out of focus. Ah, Fuck off. Uh, God, you're nasty, dude. Did you say anything nice at all? Fuck off. Anyways, I went through, I had a horrible episode where I misplaced the glasses and I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to be defiant. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to puff the chest out. I'm going to be Mr. I don't need these damn things. I can see just fine without them. So now cut to, do you know the term sleep apnea? That's when people can't sleep. They, they, they have trouble sleeping. Their, their nose goes up into their nostrils and their nostril goes down into their abdomen and their earwax goes into their eyeball. I don't know what sleep apnea is. It's just, how about your face is fucked up? Fuck off. And uh, <laughs> your face gets fucked up while you sleep. You got, you got a fucked up sleep face, okay? And um, so what happens is a lot of people have to buy these sleep apnea machines. They're like masks that you put over your face and, and, and you strap them on and they cling to your face and they, they help keep your face from being fucked up while you sleep. In fact, here's a picture of one. Take a look. Here's a sleep apnea machine. 
And so I was in need of one. I got the sleep apnea and, and you know, sometimes you're awake all night. And so, so I head over to Rite Aid, which is a, a local drugstore here in town, Rite Aid. And you know what? I, this is America. Let's be honest. We like to condense things, right? We always like to condense. I don't know if we're just lazy or what, but we seem to want to condense our words. Like I used to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. But now I go to KFC. I used to go to McDonald's, but now I go to Mickey D's. Everything gets shortened. So here I am over looking for a sleep apnea machine at AIDS the other day. Um, right, AIDS. And, uh, and I'm walking around and I don't have the peepers, but I'm confident I can do this. I, I'm, 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 I'm a man. Oh, I, I'm, the, I'm the man with the magic eyes now, child. I got the magic eyes. You like my eyes, little Coco? Fuck off. Anyways, I'm wandering around deep in the back aisles of the AIDS, and uh, and I see it. I, I don't have my glasses on, but I see the, the, the mask. I see the sleep apnea thing, and I pick it up, and I'm proud of myself because I was like, I don't need you, you damn... You damn dirty apes, or whatever they are. You damn hairy apes. Someone should make hairy eyeglasses. That sounds like a sex act. Darling, would you like to do the hairy eyeglasses tonight, darling? No, I've got a yeast infection. Oh. Um, (laughs) Fuck off. But anyway, so I, I find the sleep apnea machine. I, I got the box. I got the mask. I pick it up. I go home, and, and I'm like, to hell with the glasses, right? And I go to sleep. I put the, the sleep apnea mask on my face, and I'm telling you, I slept like a baby. I slept like a baby, and you'll never... When I woke up, guess what I found under the pillow of the extra pillow on my bed? Yeah, these. I found my glasses in the morning after a beautiful night's sleep with the sleep apnea mask on my face. And I found the box for the sleep apnea uh, mask. And guess what? I bought a breast pump. Yeah, I bought a breast pump. Okay. I slept all night with a breast pump on my face. Show the picture of the breast. You know what breast pumps do, little Coco? Fuck off. Yeah, they suck breasts, okay? I had a breast sucking machine on my face all night, and I slept like a baby. I got to tell you, that thing can suck. I mean, that thing's a... That, if, if you've... If, that, that of all the suckers you ever meet in your life, this thing can suck like a champion. But you know, I woke up and my face was—I mean, have you ever seen a hammerhead shark? My eyes had been pulled apart. They were on the like the sides of my head. There's a breast pumping machine had sucked my face apart. So here I go. I've got the glasses. My face has been breast sucked, and uh, I have to go back to AIDS and return the damn thing. And the lady at the counter is like, where are you looking, sir? And I'm going, what do you mean? She goes, I can't really tell. Your eyes seem to be on the side of your face. Are you a hammerhead shark? Because we just got fresh seal meat in the back, if you're interested. Uh, It's down in uh, aisle seven of AIDS. 
So, uh, yeah, not fun. Not fun with the glasses. Um, but I have to say my skin does feel good. My skin feels very refreshed and smooth. I don't know. Maybe maybe a breast pump. I wonder if I had a breast pump for each eye, you know, kind of level out any of the wrinkles or anything like that. A beautiful breast pump. Um, anyhow. Let's move along. Let's let's move I'd along. I'd like to suckle on you like a baby cow. What do you mean? Suckle your breast. No, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you suckle on me. Like a baby cow. What the hell's the matter with you? You want to suckle on me like a calf? Your breast. Maybe I should do up my buttons for this freak. Um... Anyways, let's move on to something else that's uh, been on my mind. And uh, I don't know. How are your eating habits, folks? How are your eating habits? Uh, are, you, are you a good eater? Are you a bad eater? Do you know how to prepare food? I do. I can make just about anything in about three minutes. Yeah, that's right. I may... I may uh, what are these called? Microwave dinners, TV dinners, flat screen dinners. Do we even watch our flat screens to cell phone dinners now? I, I watch my cell phone when I, when I eat now more than anything. But anyways, why do, we, why do we do this? Why do we pop the classic meatloaf in the microwave? And by the way, classic meatloaf, is, you throw classic in front of every, any word, and it immediately gives it a little class, right? I don't think it's got the word class in it. Classic. I don't know that meatloaf is classic. I mean, there's a there's a classic Rolls Royce. There's a there's a classic golf tournament. I don't know if there's a classic uh, chunk of rolled up meat from a meat processing factory. And who knows what kind of meat it is? This could this could be. Seal meat from AIDS, for all I know. But I don't know if you can stamp the word classic in front of meatloaf. I mean, just that word, meatloaf. Meatloaf. Sounds like something Jabba the Hutt says when he's throwing up after an all-night bender. Meatloaf. Power fuck off. Um... But anyways, let me let me put the peepers on so I can uh, tell you what happened here. I, I went to put this in the old microwave oven the other day, and I'm reading the directions, and this is beautiful, right? It says, "Leave film on product. Do not vent." You know what I mean? That they put a little sheet of plastic, they they hermetically seal the top of your your microwave dinner. To keep in all that freshness, to keep all that uh, freezer burn freshness in your uh, delectable meal. Yeah. Um, so I love that, right? The less work, the better with the old microwave uh, meals, okay? And uh, so I do this. It goes uh, cook for three and a half minutes on high. And I'm like, oh, yeah, three Three and a half minutes, and I'm eating a meatloaf, a classic meatloaf, okay? I mean, think in the old days with the pioneers and the, the, the people in wagon trains and people in the 70s. 
I mean, you know, these people had to, they had to get a bunch of meat and chop it up and roll it up and put the seasoning in it and put it in the oven and bake it. I mean, this, this was a, a, you know, an all day affair to make a classic meatloaf. And back then it was just meatloaf. It's, it, it didn't even have the classic yet. And, um, and so, uh, here's this damn stuff. And uh, now you can just do it in, uh, you know, three minutes, three and a half minutes. But wait, there's a hook. This is where I have my beef. No pun intended. Fuck off. Um, After the three and a half minutes goes by and that little beep that your microwave does, you know, that little beep, 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 beep. Sounds like Tinkerbell the fairy is having sex with a robot at the Motel 6 in Fresno or something. That, that, that beep is just so flat and cold. Beep, beep, beep. It's like I pictured R2-D2 and C-3PO at a all-male steam bath with a bottle of Newman's own ranch-style olive oil salad dressing or something. I mean, it's just... The images, every time my microwave beeps, beep, 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 I'm just, it's like Star Wars robot sex. I just, I'm picturing like C-3PO bent over an S-Bahn 3000 laser jet photocopier and R2-D2 just rolling in behind, boop, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> I say R2, get the WD-40. <laughs> Get the classic meatloaf. Damn, it's getting hot in here. Start talking about meatloaf and robot sex, man. I got to dab off. Whew. Damn. Nelly Frittato. By the way, Nelly Frittato. Who the hell came up with that name? Sorry if you're watching, Nelly. I'm sure you are. But when you popped out of your mother, were your proud parents standing? Oh, what? For, oh, look at the little Nelly Frittado, huh? Yeah, let's name our daughter a yogurt dish. The new Nelly Frittado light with raspberries on the bottom. I mean, it sounds like something you do when you stub your toe or something, doesn't it? Boom. Ah, Jesus, Trinelli, Frittato, God, for the, for the love of Nelly Frittato. Or it, it sounds like a Starbucks drink, really, right? You go to Starbucks. Oh, yeah, I'd like a uh, Frappuccino, uh, Mochaccino, uh, Nelly Frittato, Fuckaccino, uh, Wackaccino, Al Pacino, uh, Mochalito, uh, Tostito, a Dorito, please. <laughs> yeah, with some with some cinnamon on top, and um, throw in I don't know a little bit. Uh, just give me a Taylor Swift swirl on the top of my Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Fuck off. Would you knock it off, a little Coco? Jesus, this guy's got truck driver mouth. So anyways, I, I digress. So anyways, I got I got the thing in for three and a half minutes, the classic meatloaf, right? And it's cooking away in there. The juices are bubbling and the gravy's a boiling. And I'm thinking three and a half minutes on high. 
and I'm a happy camper, baby, right? But then there's a hook. It says, after three and a half minutes, stir the potatoes. Peel the film back and stir the potatoes and then cook again for two and a half minutes on high. I'm sorry. Did you say stir the potatoes? What what am I, a chef? Stir the potatoes, bro? What am I, Chef Ramsey Gordon all of a sudden here? You're asking moi to el stiro el potatozo? I think not. You're the classic meatloaf. You're in the microwave. You do all the cooking. Do you think I have time in my busy day to peel the film back and stir the potatoes? What, did I go to DeVry and and study culinaries or whatever it's called? And why do I still have these on my face? Fuck off! Would you knock it off, little Coco? Good Lord. Anyways, so, you know... This is this is the society we live in now. This this is where we're at, where where we just want things quickly. It's like I was saying, we condensed the word, you know, KFC, Mickey Days, AIDS. We we just America wants stuff fast, man. I signed up for a three and a half minute meatloaf, baby. I didn't sign up to be opening the door, pulling off a film, stirring no potatoes, and then putting the film back and cooking it again for another two half minutes. Man, I should have been eating my, my classic meatloaf two and a half minutes ago now. Come on. Come back. Come on now. I say, come on. Come back. Hey, now. Come on now. Come Fuck a- off. Would you knock it off? <sighs> Anyways, I shouldn't complain. Some people have no food, right? Some, let me let me adjust my seat here. Let me, you know, I think it's time to open another one. I think it's time to open, get a little, little we're talking about meatloaf and beef, and I'm like, hello. Ah, 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 I don't know what the hell that was, but, uh, you know, looks like I got crow cleavage again. Um. But speaking of food and eating, and this this is sad. This this is a, this is tough. This is a tough one to talk about. But uh, holy smokes, the homeless issue. The homeless, especially here in in Los Angeles, man. It's tough. It's tough to see. It's tough to watch. I mean, we literally have a city now where people are camping in tents. Up and down Main Street, Sunset Boulevard, Hollywood Boulevard, Melrose, La Cienega, all the other places. Tents. And not just one, 10, 15 tents in a row. People cluttering up the neighborhoods, camping out in tents. And it's tough to hear. It's tough to see. It's tough on all of us. And it's incumbent on all of us to, to try and help. How do we help these poor, lost, tortured souls move on, transition to the next, the next plane, the next place? How do we, how do we help them 
get out of the camping situation and, and back in the flow. And I know you've all searched your, your hearts and minds and souls to find a solution, and, and I have too. And in my neighborhood, I think I came up with something. When I, when I saw the people camping on the street, I thought, how, how, do I, how do I help? And like we often do these days, I turn to what? Technology. I get turned to good old-fashioned technology. I hit the internet. I, I'm like, there's got to be an answer here to stop the camping. And sure enough, I found this thing called eBay. eBay eBay, where you can find just about anything you want. If you want a gargoyle for the side of your house, eBay. If you want space tiles from the side of the shuttlecraft to decorate your home, eBay. If you want, uh, I don't know, Cindy Crawford's uh, mole skin. You know that mole Cindy Crawford has? I'm sure it sheds like a snake, right, every year some... If you wanted, well, you know, maybe she saves the, I'm sure she saves the skins and sells them. But here on eBay, I'm thinking, how do I help these, these lost souls, these campers here in the richest country in the world, the United States of America, how do I help these, these campers transition and move on from my neighborhood? And, and I'm on eBay, and what do I find? The answer was right there. It's as if God led me to it. For $326, a full head-to-toe black bear costume. Mm -hmm. Black bear costume with real uh, bear fur. Real bear fur. And, uh, oh boy. I mean, what's more synonymous with camping than a black bear? And so now... Late at night at about three in the morning when the, when the campers' oxycotton dreams and crystal meth nightmares are just starting to kick in. I suit up an old Smokey and I kind of creep down the sidewalk on all fours and I, I get right outside their tents and I'm just like... <laughs> Scratch, you know, I claw on the side of the tent or the garbage bag or whatever, and I'm like, and they're gone. They're gone out of my neighborhood. I don't know what's going on in your neighborhood, but uh, they are gone. They are gone. So it's nice to be able to help. I hope uh, y'all figure out a way to contribute. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking around. Holy God. I'm joking around. Uh, um, but let's do this. Let's, uh, let's pop to a, a little commercial from our sponsors. And uh, we'll be right back after this. Are you uh, having fun here uh, today, little Coco? Fuck off. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsors. Up yours. Fuck off! Hi, Ernie Childs here with our amazing new product for your car, the brand new Crotch Feeder. Here we go. We all know how hard it is to eat and drive at the same time. Look out, here we go. Oh boy. Taking your hand off the wheel is a dangerous thing. Oh boy, here we go. Well now, there's a new safer way to eat 
when you're on the run. Look out, here we go. The crotch feeder fits through any fly, flap, or front door of your pants, trousers, or knickers. Look out. Just strap it in, get in your car, and leave the feeding to us. Delicious. And my hands never leave the wheel. Oh boy, here we go. And if you order now, we'll throw in our magic nose picking finger. Here we go. Look out. That's a $15 value. The fabulous new crotch feeder. Order yours today and we'll throw in our patented flip-off finger for free. Your hands need never leave the wheel again. The fabulous new crotch feeder. Look out. Here we go. Oh boy. Okay, we are back. Welcome back to the uh, Harland Highway podcast. I'm here with my co-host today, Lil Coco. Say hello, Lil Coco. Fuck off. This guy, this guy, what is, what is, what is wrong oh, with you, bro? You fuck off big time. You know what? I, have you got like a, a fuck off? I, I got a story that I don't know if you're going to like it, but I'm going to tell it. Everyone has their pet peeves in life, right? Everyone's got their pet peeves, little things that just rub them the wrong way, right? Just, I don't know what it is. It could be parallel parking. It could be waiting in lines at, uh, at fast food restaurants. Who knows what it is? But I'll tell you my pet peeve, short dudes, man. I, do n- I don't know what it is. I just cannot handle short dudes. They rub me the wrong way, especially when they try to act all tough, right? When they're short, but they try to act like they're taller than they really are. And they kind of start to, you know, put out that uh, macho male aggression. But it's like, uh, no, no, you're this tall. And I'm sure there's some short dudes watching right now. I can't see you, but I'm sure you're there. Um, but this happened to me the other day. And I don't, uh, I don't condone violence. I don't like it when things get messy or violent. But th- this is uh, something that happened to me. So I'm going to share it with y'all. Um. I'm down uh, doing a little shopping. I'm at one of these outdoor malls. You know, I'm, I'm doing the outdoor mall thing. And I'm just walking around, cruising around, you know, buying buying goods, looking in windows, going into bookstores, pretending I know how to read, this type of thing, this type of fanfare. Um, I like that word, fanfare. Oh, this type of fanfare. Mm. So anyways, I'm walking around at this outdoor mall. And you know, sometimes you can feel people's energy. I think we've all been in this situation where you, you, can, you can sense someone's looking at you. It's just part of the human condition. You, you can feel energy, right? You're, you're just walking around. You're like, hey, what the hell is that? And you look and someone's eyeing you up. And sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a girl. It's someone hot that you like, and you're just like, oh, that chick's staring at me over there. Oh, whoa. <laughs> oh, that's a statue. Um, so I'm walking around at the outdoor, uh, outdoor mall, and I can feel it. I can just feel some weird energy, and I'm looking around, and sure enough, man, there's a short dude. There's a short dude eyeing me up. He's like giving me the stink eye or something, you know? I don't know why, but I can just feel it. And he's, he's kind of looking at me like, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm not having it, man. I, I, it just, I, I go into the red zone, right? I'm like, beep, 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 beep. I'm like my microwave oven. 
I'm like R2-D2 just after he's had an Irish steamer with C-3PO. I don't even know what that Fuck meant. Fuck off. But uh, here I go. I, uh, I see this guy eyeing me up this short dude, and, and, and I just snapped. So what I did is I just went right over. I went right over, and I just grabbed him. I just, I, I didn't even hesitate. I just grabbed him by the throat, and I lifted this little mutant right up off the ground, and his legs were dangling, right? Just dangling little legs, just dangling little midget legs. No offense, little Coco. But he's just dangling in the air, and I'm holding this guy up. And uh, I, I know I'm intimidating. Obviously, he's off the ground. He's left the surface of the Earth's crust. And I thought, I'm going to take it a notch deeper. I'm going I'm to freak him out. I'm going to intimidate him even more. And I bust into like a, a Cockney British accent, like one of those tough guys from the Snatch movie, you know? And I'm holding this guy up, and I'm like, hey, look, mate. Have we got a fucking problem here, bruv? Right? Have we got a fine problem here, bruv? And I'm in the middle of intimidating this guy, and all of a sudden, his his buddy, this other guy he's with, who's like even taller than me, like two, two, three inches taller than me, I didn't see that they were together. Now this guy sees me lifting up the mutant, and he's he hits the red, he starts lighting me up and he goes, Hey man, what the fuck are you doing? And so now I'm like, okay, I got this guy. Now I'm going to deal with this guy, but I'm already in the red zone. So now I'm like, hey, have I got a fighting problem with you now, broth? And the guy looks at me and says, yeah, put my nine-year-old son down. And, and I'm like, okay, fair enough. But he is only this high and, you, you know, I, was, I didn't know he was nine. I mean, just because he's wearing, uh, you know, schoolboy shorts and a blazer from an all-boys private boarding school, how am I to recognize? So anyways, that was uh, my run-in with the, with the shortness. And uh, speaking of fashion, I want to, I want to uh, get us to uh, this week's, um, this week's uh, hand-drawn T-shirts that I do. Every week we do a display of uh, hand-drawn t-shirts. I actually draw right on the shirt, or in this case, on my chest. <laughs> and uh, uh, let's go ahead and show you uh, this week's featured hand-drawn t-shirts that are available at my uh, t-shirt website, hardbling.com. Go ahead. Oh yeah, here we go. Time for another hand-drawn shirt by yours truly. And if you don't know, I draw my own t-shirts. I take Sharpie markers and I draw directly on the t-shirt. And if this shirt's still available, you can own it at harbling.com. So let's go ahead and reveal this week's hand-drawn Harlan t-shirt. Okay, here are today's fabulous hand-drawn t-shirts. Are you watching, little Coco? Uh, the first one over here is called Sushi Showdown. Sushi, Sushi Showdown. And as you can see, it's like an old-style Western gunfight. And the inspiration for this came from, you know, when you go for sushi, sometimes you got to choose between the sushi roll 
and the sushi strip or whatever it's called. And I thought, what an interesting rivalry. And I thought, what if these guys had an okay corral shootout to decide once and for all who was the king of sushi? So that's the uh, sushi showdown. And then over here, this one's called Picaxo. Picasso, Picaxo. And the inspiration for this shirt is uh, Picasso the artist, obviously. But um, when I do my gardening, I have this great big pickaxe that I keep out in my tool shed. And I saw it the other day and the words just kind of came together and I kind of copied Picasso's signature and altered it, added a few letters. So it reads Picaxo. And so there's a, my interpretation of a Picasso painting on a pickaxe. So I hope you like them, little Coco. You look like you're about to vomit. You too. And that's this week's Harland Williams hand-drawn t-shirts. And remember, those are available at harbling.com. The originals might be sold out by the time you get there, but... Don't fear, if you really like an image, we can put it on print for you. So, hope you enjoy, and we'll see you at the sushi restaurant. All right, we're back. So, if you want to uh, pick up one of those shirts, uh, go ahead and uh, get one. And like I said, if we're out of the original, you can always buy a print, which are just as cool, and they're, they're a fraction of the cost. And any of the designs that I've done, you'll see them on the website. Any design can be uh, put on a t-shirt or a hoodie or a coffee mug or anything like that. People are loving them, so go ahead and uh, order yours. Today, I draw them with Sharpie. And, um, you know, long before weed became legal, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Sharpies were legal. They've always been legal. And... I'm not recommending you do this. I'm not telling you to do this. But uh, if, if you're low on your weed, if you can't afford any weed, if there's no weed to be found, and you're looking to get a little trippy, a little high, don't do this. I'm not telling you to do this. But here's what I do. Instead of weed, I just pop it. And drop it. Oh, man. I mean, forget your opioids. Forget your Oxycontins. Forget your diarrhea pills. Forget your marijuanas, your Mary Jane, your Mongo Smoke, your Puff Puff, the Magic Dragon, Jerky Weed, whatever you call it, man. I don't know what you do. And again, I'm not recommending this, but here's... Here's how I trip. Here's how I take my trips. Excuse me, sir. May I borrow your Sharpie? Thank you. <laughs> and it doesn't last long. It's, it's a quick trip. It's a quick trip. I'd say about 20 seconds. But where I just was, Avatar can go suck a log of moose poo, man.
Avatar ain't got nothing on the trip I just took. I mean, Sharpie fumes, bro? I mean, you might as well bend down and stick your nose in the gas tank of a Formula One race car and do some breathing exercises. Because that's as close as you're going to get to this trip, bro. Holy man. And what's great is the recovery time. Like, look at me. I bounced back perfect. I just, for 20 seconds, I'm Gonesville, and then I'm back, baby. Look at this. Look at this. Let's, let's do another one. It's such a, it's such a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, such a sophisticated high. It's such a, um, I don't know. It's just you can do it anywhere. Look. and he's back so i'm not telling you to do it kids don't do this at home i'm just showing you what i do what i do to escape reality for a while you know it's not like i do a podcast with a midget doll that just stares at me and curses at me to get away from reality fuck off So I got to do something. The world's a tough place. It's a tough place to cope with. And uh, by the way, is everyone coping okay? I feel like like the COVID thing is kind of mysteriously gone away and nobody's really worried about it anymore. And nobody's worried about being vaxxed or not vaxxed. And uh, I got to say, wasn't the vax thing a lot of stress for everybody? I mean, remember when they first said, you must be vaxxed, you should be vaxxed, right? And you had to go through this a three-ring circus to get it done? My God, you, you, had, to, you had to call the uh, hospital, you had to make an appointment. It was like trying to get into a fancy steak shop in Beverly Hills. Yes, two for uh, needles in my arm at 7 o'clock. What's that? The earliest you have is next Saturday at midnight? Oh, darling, should we, do we want to stay up that late? Okay, can you throw in some scalloped potatoes? No, okay. But, uh, you know, so, so that was tough. We, we, we don't like waiting in lines. We here in North America don't like uh, being told what to do. We don't like waiting in lines. We don't like lining up for things especially for something as inconvenient and annoying as a needle in your arm, okay? I mean, we don't like lining up to go to a movie, which is two hours of pleasure. Uh, But then they changed everything, and all of a sudden they were letting you get uh, vaccinated everywhere. They had places at the side of the road and everywhere, so now there's no excuse to not be vaccinated, and once that happened, that kind of cleared the clouds for old moi, which is me in French, moi. Um, do you speak French, little Coco? Fuck off. So once, once everything cleared up and it became easy to get a vaccination anywhere, I jumped in. I didn't get my first vax till about uh, five weeks ago. And you could do it anywhere. You'll never guess where I did it. Yeah, that's right. You guessed it, Panda Express. 
I got my first vax of Panda Express. And it went great. It went great. Until the end, they gave me a fortune cookie. And I opened the fortune and I read it. said, you're going to die, motherfucker. So that was a little whacked out. But then I got the second vax. Uh, I guess it was two weeks ago, finally. You'll never guess. That's right, the Arby's drive-thru. I got that at Arby's. And uh, they were so nice there. They were so, you know, they put the little needle. I pulled up. They put the little needle in. And I was like, oh, it stings. And they rubbed some horsey sauce on it. They put a little horsey sauce and gave me some curly fries to see me on my way. And uh, I'm getting my booster shot. You'll never guess. I'm getting that in two weeks at Donnie and Marie's uh, summer ranch home in Arizona. You know, those uh, buck-toothed uh, freak uh, sister and brother act that, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it at Donnie and Marie's getting the booster shot. And uh, Marie's going to hold me down and Donnie's going to give it to me. And I don't think I like what I just said. It sounds like it could hurt. Um, so, so there you go. So, uh, you know, I think we've discussed a lot today. A little Coco. Fuck off. Um, well, are you going to come back and host with me again or what? Why don't you fuck off? Okay. Okay. Well, I hope you're enjoying the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, it's a, it's a long one today. Let me just, uh, dab off. Dab off. Look at that. The old hundy. The old hundy dollar bill with the blue line down the middle. What what the hell is this? Is this to stop the counterfeiters? How do we stop them from printing their own money? Well, let's put a blue line down the middle. That should work. Unless, of course, they go to any store on the world and buy a blue magic marker and just go like this. Um, uh. In fact, you know what? I'll give you a hundred bucks. I'm going to give little Coco a hundred bucks to say something nice before we end the podcast today. Can you? Here's a hundred bucks. Please say something nice to end the podcast. Go ahead. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Give me that back, you little mutant. Fuck off. All right. Well, listen. Don't forget to check my website, harlandwilliams.com. And you can uh, see all my stand-up comedy dates, which are there on my webpage. Uh, Don't forget to go to harbling.com to get your custom uh, one-of-a-kind hand-drawn T-shirts. And also... um, Don't forget to join my Patreon. For those of you who liked the old podcast where I did a lot of my uh, characters, I did a lot of skits where I did various characters like Aunt Ruthie and Colonel Tom Dowdy and Dr. Ascot and all kinds of crazy characters. Uh, Those characters still live on my Patreon account. And what Patreon is, it's a digital platform. You sign up at the internet, go uh, go to Google and type in Harlan Williams Patreon account. And uh, you can go to the Patreon page and for $5 a month, you get all this bonus material. So you'll get all, 
all the extra Harland Highway bonus material. Plus, you'll get to see, get a first look at all my hand-drawn shirts. You'll get video skits. You'll get bonus features, all kinds of stuff. Five bucks a month at my Harlan Williams Patreon page. And you can try it out for a month, five bucks, the cost of a pack of Camel cigarettes. And if you don't like it, you, you bail out. And if you like it, you stay on. And uh, I think you'll like it. I'm hoping you like it. I'm putting a lot of funny stuff up there for you guys. And for those of you that are already on my Patreon, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it all goes back into the production of the Harland Highway podcast. So it, it's, it's like uh, the circle of life, Simba, or whatever that Lion King's name was. Um, so that's it for today. I hope you had a good time. I hope you Did you have a good time, little Coco? Oh, you did. Well, finally, he said something nice. Thank you. <sighs> That's it. Thank you for being here. Uh, please subscribe to the Harland Highway Podcast. Share it with your friends. Let them know it's out here. Uh, we want to get uh, everyone we can riding down the magical highway. And uh, we'll be having more special guest uh, people on the show, actors, comedians, friends, all kinds of people are going to be coming in. And uh, sometimes it's just me and whoever ends up there. And at other times, it's uh, we'll have some great guests. So hasta la vista, as Arnold Schwarzenegger once said when he wasn't plowing his cleaning lady. And uh, until next time, everybody. Chicken, chow mein, baby. Ah!